0: Hey everyone, this is G. Thank you so much for joining us for another podcast episode of Living Inside the Hive called Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Wow, isn't that right? We're going to get talking about that here in a little bit. But before we do that, I definitely want to say a few words about our sponsor. All right, everyone. So let's get started on this week's podcast episode. Breaking up is hard to do. So one of the things that I kind of noticed, you know, I mean, it's always around us. You know, people break up. uh, Relationships don't work out for whatever reason. But during the pandemic, it was interesting for me because I saw a lot of um, different types of relationships, uh, you know, kind of happen. So, you know, you had those that, um, you know, spent a lot of time away from each other and constantly working um, to when they were in quarantine, it was kind of like, wow, you know, I really enjoy this time that I'm at home and with my family or my significant other, whatever it may be. And they really did kind of like gravitate towards that. And I talked to a lot of those folks now, and it's been a little challenging now that, you know, we're getting back to our new normal, if you will, Um, getting back to being gone all day for work. You know, people are used to working remotely and realizing that, do I really need to go to an office every day? I can just be here with my family. Um, I've had the, uh, I've been fortunate enough that my job, I've been working from home since, um, the late 90s. And uh, so it wasn't anything new for me. Um, but I do know that for a lot of folks, it was new, especially when now all of a sudden you and your significant other might also be home. But as I mentioned, there was a lot of people that gravitated towards that. And then on the other side, I did see that some relationships um, didn't make it and they struggled uh, for being around each other constantly. Um, And, you know, not really knowing kind of what to do when someone's always right there next to you. So it was interesting that, you know, that's kind of happened and to look around and see those, you know, different types of ways that folks kind of adjusted in their relationships um, with COVID and being in quarantine. Uh, As we started to get back to normal, I actually, for some reason, for me personally, in my personal life. I had quite a few folks around me that were in long-term relationships and a couple marriages that actually made the decision here in the last, I would say, six to eight months or so that they were no longer going to be together as a couple or even as a family. You know, some did involve children and they decided to go their separate ways. And although I always give people space, you know, to say why they broke up or what the challenges were, um, Cause I know what it's like when you break up and everyone wants to know the details. So I didn't, haven't really gone and asked too many questions, but I do have a couple of folks that I'm close to that, you know, have shared small details here and there, you know, I've heard things like um, you know, well my partner kind of changed during this time um, all of a sudden there were other things more important that I didn't realize um, others were that, um, folks just realized maybe that they were kind of spinning their wheels. I heard a comment like that, you know, all these years. I thought I was in a relationship that I wanted to be in, but you know, this time kind of made me realize life's too short and I have to do things that I want to do. Um, uh, lots of variety of reasons, and one of the things that has been difficult and a challenge is even when. You know, it is a mutual decision. And in some cases, by the way, it was not a mutual decision. You had one partner who wanted to end the relationship or marriage and the other one didn't. But either way, you know, breaking up is extremely hard. You know, whether you want to break up or not, it's just all of a sudden, you know, you're now visualizing or maybe from one day to the next, you're without this person that, you know, you were used to having every day. And I mean, I've been through breakups um, and I'm sure all of you have. And if not, you know, someone who has been through a breakup and some can be very challenging. And um, for me, you know, I've had a couple challenging breakups, even though you know it's the right thing to do or you know that it's something you want to do. I do recall in uh, one time somebody said to me, you know, that they missed their partner in the breakup, but they weren't sure if they missed them or they just actually missed having them around and being able to do things with someone and kind of missing that routine, if you will, in life. And that's hard, you know, it can be challenging, you know, when all of a sudden, as I said, from one day to the next, you know, you could be without that person and you're kind of just have all this time on your hands. As another friend of mine told me, it was like, we broke up. And then all of a sudden I had all this time on my hands. I wasn't having to fit in someone else's schedule, but at the same time, I was kind of lost in figuring out, you know, did I, trying to figure out if I actually made the right decision. So it's interesting, you know, it, it, there's all kinds of spectrums when you come to ending a relationship from some people are like, oh, I'm so glad I'm out of this relationship. This gave me the opportunity to get out to, you know, devastation and, and caused by others. Um. And one of the things I I remember telling a friend of mine that was going through a really tough divorce, this was, you know, pre-pandemic, and um, she didn't want to be divorced. Um, He did. And I remember, you know, spending lots of hours with her while she cried and was really struggling. I said, you know, you're going to look back on this time and you're going to say, wow, I was really struggling during that time. But look at me now. Look at where I am um, these months later or years later, later, you know, you just have to realize that it does go away at some point and you can pick up the pieces if you really want to, and you work at it, um, because you don't want to get stuck. Um, I had a friend of mine tell me, you know, relationships are about peaks and valleys and sometimes we're in the valley and sometimes we're on the peak of the relationship, but the goal is not to stay in the valley too long. and I. Remember her saying that to me. I don't know where she got that from, but it, that's kind of stuck with me all these years because we do need to expect that our relationships will have its ups and ups and downs. And you know, you just got to make sure that while you're down, it's okay. You want to work through things and try to the best that you can, but you don't want to stay in that valley too long. You want to get out of there and keep moving forward. And then if, again, of course, if that doesn't work for whatever reason. You know, there might be a breakup. Another thing that I'm a firm believer in is, you know, we can't control other people. Sometimes I see uh, folks who try to control the actions of others. And there's moments in your life when you do have to realize that that other person is just kind of done. You know, I've been there where I've just been kind of done and it didn't matter what anybody told me. I was like, I'm done with this and ready to move on. And sometimes we just got to see that in ourselves as well, is that we have to decide that, you know what, this person's done. And nothing that I say or do is going to change that at this time. Um, Because sometimes I have seen where, you know, people don't want it to end. And so they kind of keep on and keep on and calling and stressing and asking, you know, where do we stand? And sometimes you just got to let go of that person and let them figure it out. Because a lot of times it really isn't anything about you. I've definitely learned that, especially in my last relationship, um, that end resulted in a breakup, obviously. Um, and so, speaking of that, I'm going to share a little bit of kind of what happened with me. And if you've heard some previous podcasts, I've alluded to the last relationship that I had, and we actually broke up um, right before COVID in 2019. And you know, it was very difficult. It was difficult because as we all do, we invest, you know, our time, our effort, our energy. Um, We really want the other person to be at their best. And then it's kind of like, okay, this didn't work out. And then you just kind of, you know, sometimes you'll struggle with that and or or question yourself or say, well, what happened? What did I do? Um, And so one of the things on the last breakup is that, um, I did tell my significant other uh, the very last day um, that we were basically separating and uh, he was moving out. As I said, you know, from here on out, this is it. Like, I'm not going to talk to you. Don't call me. I'm not going to call you. I don't want to have to kind of relive any, anything. I don't want to go through any emotions. And it's not because I didn't, I wasn't sad. I was very sad, but I knew that for some reason, like I just felt, because I've seen it before that I just couldn't be on this roller coaster with my emotions if I wanted to get through this and kind of come out on the other side, if you will. Now, a couple of caveats to that, you know, I was not married to the person and I did not have children um, with this person and I don't have children period. But, you know, this is very different. If you're in a different situation on what I'm about to share with you, um, you just have to kind of figure out what works best for you. But I'm a firm believer in that, you know, I see people break up and then they want to continue communicating again. I'll just reiterate, um, having children, you do have to communicate and some maybe a business together or whatever. So I'm not talking about those instances. And so I've just kind of seen where people kind of go back and forth when they're in the middle of a breakup. And I always feel like when you do that, and I'm, I'm guilty of it, too, that you can't move forward. So I told myself in this last relationship, no matter how bad I wanted to answer that phone call or text that person or tell them I miss them, that I was not going to do that. Like that was going to be it. And I'll never forget my significant other said to me, Oh no, you'll, you'll call me. You'll answer my phone call. Anyway, that was it. Um, and it was a struggle and I'll never forget. I was just kind of on my phone and I was looking at things about breaking up and how to handle things during a breakup. And I ran into something called the 30 day rule um, and I've actually shared this with several people, but if you Google it on it, you, it'll pop up online, but it's a like a 30 day breakup rule. Um, and what it, what it says is it basically says that you should, you know, when you break up with someone, just cut off all communication and do not answer the phone. Don't answer any text messages. Don't comment on social media, nothing for 30 days. Like it says you have to stick to the 30 day rule. And I found it very interesting. I don't know who came up with it. So if somebody knows, definitely send me a message on social media and let me know. But I there were several articles about it. And basically it was saying that, you know, a lot can happen in 30 days. And it's so funny because that's one of my kind of my mantras, as I always say, a lot can happen in, in in six months, a lot can happen in a year. Um Yeah, there's a funny story of a friend of mine who wanted to tell another friend something about an event that was happening a year from now. This was a few months ago. And she said, I don't know what to say because she's going to be upset. And I looked at her and I said, look, a lot can happen in a year. Do you really need to tell her this right now? Because, you know, look where we are. A lot can happen in a year. I mean, look, look what we just came out of. And she's like, you know what? You're right. Maybe I'll just wait a month or two. I said, yeah, we got plenty of time and things can change. And guess what? Things did change. Um, so the event, you know, got canceled. So nobody had to have that discussion. Um, but anyway, it's totally true in life. What a lot can happen. A lot can your world can change from one minute to the next, as we all know. Uh, but anyway, going back to this breaking up um, tip. So it was um, I started reading on it and it basically said that for 30 days, you're not going to make any contact. And then after 30 days, you want to reevaluate where you are. But within those 30 days, you're going to do things that you want to do. So go spend time with your family, go out with friends, go see a movie, binge on a show that you want to binge on, go try a new winery, go to the gym. It's kind of like just looking at your schedule. Remember, I talked about how a lot of people said, you know, I have all this time now that, you know, I'm not in a relationship anymore. Just kind of like doing things that you want to do. And then in 30 days, you can reevaluate where you are because, again, a lot happens in 30 days. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to start on this journey. And I'm going to, I was already not, con- you know, talking to to my ex and not contacting him or anything like that. Um, but it does say that within those 30 days, your ex um, will most likely contact you and you cannot respond. You just leave it like that, right until the 30 days. Uh, so I did. And you know, I went about my thing. I, my birthday was coming up. I planned a great trip with a friend of mine and we, I think we we're traveling like about a week long. Uh, we had a great time. I started going to the gym. Um, I was going to the gym before, but you know, putting in that extra effort, I was reconnecting with some folks that, um, you know, I would talk to, but maybe not as often. Um, I did go visit my family a couple weekends and just kind of just wanted to you know, reconnect with them. And it was very interesting. I didn't hear from my ex. I'm like, okay, no messages, nothing until I am not kidding the 30th day. And I remember I looked at that text message and it was the 30th day to the day. And I went back and I read the article and it said, You really need to see where you are in 30 days because some of the things that it said that would happen were you just really don't care anymore that they contact you in 30 days or you may be dating someone else by then or you may be busy in a work project or whatever it is. And I remember seeing that text and I did not feel the need to reply. So I did not And the 30-day rule worked for me. Now, I will tell you, um, there are articles that talk about even a 60 or a 90 day. Well, just to let you know, I have not even thought about contacting my ex at all. And we have not been in communication. And that's been the best thing. And I've actually been able to move on and found someone else that has been wonderful to me. And so it's kind of like one of those things where, you want to kind of give yourself those 30 days. And I suggest that you definitely try it. And I'm going to look online here um, and read a couple things on one of the articles that I found. And let me just pull it up here because it sounds a little bit kind of like what, but, and even when I read it, I was kind of like, this is interesting to me, but I didn't really know how to explain it to someone else and really kind of like, Tell them how to apply it. Um, But basically it says here that you want to have no contact within the 30 days. And by the way, um, my ex did on social media try to do some things to get me to respond by either responding to some of the things I did or um, viewing things and I never responded. So it, it also talks about that. But it just says you can make the no contact rule for those 30 days. Um, After the 30 days, you can do it permanent or long-term, right? But after the 30 days, you can decide if you want to work things out, right? And that just depends, you know, where are you at that moment? Where is your ex at that moment? Or you may want to move on with your life, or you may want to remain friends, right? Or you just kind of continue in your separate life, So one of the things, and there's, again, a lot of things on the internet to talk about to that talk about this, you know, like, for example, what if your ex, like, what if my ex had contacted me after the two weeks or was constantly blowing up my phone, it does give you tips on that, you know, it tells you not to respond, or it'll tell you if they keep blowing up your phone, there's some websites that say, you can um, just let them know that you won't be talking to them for about four weeks, just to be able to spend time, you know, kind of sorting through everything. Um, but basically it says, um, how do you know what you should do once the no contract? Uh, no, I'm sorry. The no contact time has expired. Right. So you want to, of course, this is for the 30 days. Um, you know, you want to ask yourself before you make a decision, you know, did you spend time working on yourself? Um, is your ex dating someone else? Are you dating someone else? Have you determined that the breakup, what was the reason for it? And. Do you think you could fix it if you reconcile? That's a huge thing for me. I will tell you that when we broke up, I knew that um, as much as I would want, I would have wanted to make things work. I knew that because of what had happened, the infidelity that I I cannot, that is just not in my being to try to um, forgive someone and continue to make it work. However, I do have friends that have forgiven someone and made it work after infidelity. So I'm, that's just my personal view. I've tried it and I just couldn't do it. And, um, so I just kind of know myself. So that was a big reason too. I mean, let's wait the 30 days. And after the 30 days, I had no desire to even kind of even go back to that place where I was. Um, and you know, I'm a firm believer that there's always somebody for, for, for everybody, you know, um, I'm not necessarily the right person for everybody and not the right person, not everybody is the right person for me. So we just got to kind of remember those things. Um, but when you're talking and going through this breakup, um, like I said, if you put in like a 30 no, uh, 30 day no contact rule, um, you'll find a lot of art articles about that. Um, it does say that after the 30 days has passed and your ex has not reached out to you, then it's probably for the best that you just leave it alone. And I do believe that, you know, Um, it's just kind of like they've moved on. And sometimes the no contact rule will bring those kind of um, no, the chat, the issues to the table, as far as like uh, to the surface, it'll kind of like, if you do the 30 day no contact and then the 30 days pass and you haven't heard a peep from your ex, that's probably letting you know that he was probably okay without, even contacted you or calling you and probably has no desire to. So why would you? So there's so many benefits to a 30-day no contact. I'm sure you'll find a lot of articles um, on the web that tell you that, you know, that might not be the best thing. Um, and it might not be for you and your situation. Like I mentioned at the beginning, this is totally personal situation that happened to me and it worked for me. But I have shared it with some of my friends who actually said that they really liked it a lot. And um, some tried it all the way and and really worked out for them. And others tried um, kind of a hybrid, if you will, of it. Um, Maybe after two weeks, they both realized that they wanted to work things out. But, you know, that's a different um, that looks different, right? You're going to have a conversation where you do want to work it out and both parties genuinely want to work it out. So this is more about, you know, giving each other space and seeing if. The breakup was in fact the right thing to do because you know a lot can happen in 30 days all right guys so I did look up a couple of items on the web and there is an article called does the 30-day no contact rule work by Greg Parent. I hope I'm saying his name right he is the author of he's really not that into you I believe Anyway, he has a section um, dedicated to that. so I thought it was pretty good. Um, when I googled the 30 day um, no contact rule, um, I did also find a couple of other websites that d- that do talk about the 30 day no contact rule. and they even tell you like um, you know what the no contact rule is and it says no calling or texting showing up at your ex's place, uh, talking about him or her around your mutual friends, social media engagement, and so on. Um, and then, you know, there's some articles where folks do talk about if it works or not. Um, so they, do uh, you have a lot of articles that people did, it did work for them, such as myself. You um, do have some folks who, um, talk about that it being difficult but at the end of the day again i feel if you go with the 30-day rule a lot of things will become clearer for you at the end of the 30 days um there is an article here uh from let's see mad magnet of success that talks about this um and they talk about don't fall for this but there is a paragraph that says in such cases um the one who sh- who initiated the breakup eventually starts regretting the decision because he misses the um, person that he broke up with. And so what happens is they usually can't handle it and they reach they reach out. And that normally does happen within the first three weeks after a breakup. Um, so, you know, you've probably all been there. So, you know, they miss kind of what I said at the beginning where my friend said, do I really miss them? Or do I miss that I had this person to watch TV with or go, go do something with and so on. So lots of articles on here. Um, Again, I'd be curious to see if you all try it, or maybe some of you have already done this and this is just kind of new to me in the last few years. If so, I would love to hear from you. Um, If you're listening to us on Spotify, there is a place where you can tap and leave me a voice message, or you can always go to our Instagram or Facebook and DM me. I would love to hear from you. Well, I hope that this helps if you're going through a breakup or, um, you have a friend or someone close going through a breakup, I hope this helps and that it works for you and uh, or your friend. And I always tell people, you know what, there is always an end to this and um, you just need time and time to really focus on you and what you bring to the table because we all bring something to the table that nobody else has. It just means finding the right person to um, gel with and mesh with and who appreciates what you bring to the table. So I appreciate all of you. I'm so glad you're here with me for another episode and I look forward to our next episode. Thanks everyone and have a great rest of your day and week. All right, listeners, don't forget to subscribe and rate us. Just search Living Inside the Hive on any podcast streaming platform. You can reach us at Instagram inside underscore the hive Facebook inside the hive and email address inside the hive 2020 at gmail.com she don't want no four